Good morning and welcome back to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. I said good morning. Obviously, you might not be listening in the morning, but it just feels right no matter what time of the day it is to say good morning. Saying good evening or good afternoon always just it doesn't roll off the tongue for me at least, like good morning does. Uh, so I think I'm just going to start with good morning every time. And I'm always recording in the morning. So good morning. Today we are going to be talking about how every moment can become an opportunity. So that's what we'll, we'll be discussing. Every moment's an opportunity to draw us near to God and go deeper into our relationship with him, into our prayer life, into our faith life. And this is going to be a brief episode because... Again, only so much needs to be said. It's not really about the idea, but more so implementing the idea, putting it into practice in our daily lives. That's what it's really all about. So God is in everything, you know, and it doesn't always feel that way. And it's probably actually impossible to always feel that way, but he is. He's always present everywhere, all the time, in all things. And it tells us, an important thing to start with in Scripture, in James 1.17, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Every good thing in your life comes from the hand of God. Your warm bed, the smell of your coffee, the moisturizing lotion you put on your body, that cleansing shower, the delicious meal, the cute girl, the little puppy, the snowflakes falling, the workout you just had, people in your life, you know, gyms, schools, every good thing comes from God. And something that came to mind this morning that I wanted to bring up was just how we can use our senses to become aware of him. You know, I just in the shower and I just, I felt that warm water come down upon me or you're in your bed and you just feel the warmth of the covers. You put a, a jacket on, and it covers your body, and it feels good. You put some lotion on your face. You smell something good. Using our senses to feel, to taste, to touch, to smell, to hear, can help us instantly become more aware and more in tune with the presence of God. They're very powerful. God has given us these senses for a reason to feel and be aware of him. He is the source. He provides our daily bread, our bodily earthly needs, and the bread of everlasting life through his son, Jesus Christ. When we slow down and begin to really take a step outside of ourselves, you know, we can discover how blessed and rich we truly are. When you just start to make gratitude your attitude, you will find that there is no shortage of blessings all around you. And these moments when you become aware of these blessings in your life, it helps you become more aware of God. You can use that to help you look to them, Him, right? These moments become opportunities to say thank you and turn to Him. They are little gateways into heaven, entry points into deeper communion with God. Paul tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God 
in Christ Jesus for you, for us believers. This is our duty as Christians to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, not to be constantly repeating mindless Hail Marys like parrots, but just to make every effort to keep ourselves united in the Holy Spirit. That's what it says in Ephesians 4.3, make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, to stay close into communion with God through the Holy Spirit, to acknowledge, rejoice always, to pray without ceasing is just to always have that, try to walk with that awareness that God is in this thing. You know, something comes up, again, just using those little senses, taking that breath and starting with the breath, breathing in. Breath and spirit mean the same thing. And spirit gives life. It's the same as the wind. Breath, spirit, breathing in, it literally is what gives you life. So you start with that breath. You feel God instantly in the present, in your presence. The presence of God when you take that breath in. You feel your lungs fill up. You can feel the energy in your body. And then you can just focus on Him. Put your mind on Him. Feel what's around you. Use your senses. Those little moments to just say thank you. They're all opportunities, entry points to turning to Him and going into deeper unison with Him. I mentioned the good things. And for some people, you know, when life is good, we tend to drift away from God. Now, that's often what I struggle with is that, you know, start the week. It's like you're starting the week, Monday morning, getting back after it. I'm, I'm really trying to lean on God because I don't know what the week's going to bring. And But as the week goes on, you know, I, I continue to try to lean on, on him. And then come Friday, it's like all of a sudden I think like, oh, I'm good. Like I don't, I don't really need God anymore. And that I can tell Friday's and I drift away more from God because I, you know, life's going good. Things are well, it's Friday. I'm good. So that's something I struggle with, you know, and other people are able to continually to are able to continually rejoice in the blessings. But again, not all things are good, right? I was, I'm talking about the good, the blessings of life, the smelling of the coffee, the warm shower. But on the other hand, life is death. It's full of tragedy cancer, hurt, pain, you know, things don't go our way. Cars break down, schedules get ruined, things break. Life is full of inconveniences and unpredictable circumstances. Yet, as Paul says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong in Christ Jesus. These moments, too, are entry points into deeper communion and prayer with God. You know, to look to him in times of trouble, to begin to train ourselves to go to God. It, we can make this a habit to not let doubt, fear, hate, disappointment, discouragement take over, to lean on God in these moments. And we have, it's, it's training ourselves, making it a habit to look and turn to him. And I said, some you know some people drift away when things are going well and it takes things to go way off the path for them to turn to God and so these things too are blessings because they're what bring us closer to him and oftentimes you know it's not like major events happen every day you know someone you love isn't diagnosed with cancer every day there's it's not 
it's a lot of little inconveniences. And then every once in a while, there's these major things that aggregate that come up in our lives. So that when those little inconveniences arise, work to just instantly, I just try to go to Romans 8.28. We know that in all things, God works together for good for those who love him, those whom he has called according to his purpose. So when something comes up, when something isn't going my way, when I'm having a hard time finding peace in some little thing that came up, I just, I, I try to remind myself of that, that everything's going to work together for good. And this is a mindset that we are called to have. And when you look at life through that lens, when you, that's what you seek, that everything will work together for good. That's what you will find. But it, it, we have to train ourselves. It's not a one-off faith is not a one-off choice. It's a lifestyle. It's a a way of living. It's a way of seeing. It's an everyday decision, every hour, every moment decision. So in both instances, when things are going well and when unpredictable circumstances arise, what we may perceive as one thing being good and something else being bad, we can turn to God. And every single moment can become a chance to acknowledge him, to say thank you, to ask for his guidance, to whisper his name, to give him what is on your heart. He knows everything, but he wants you to voluntarily let him in. It's the image of Jesus knocking on the door. I've mentioned this before. The door handle is on the inside. You have to let him in. He's not going to force himself in. And lastly, I wanted to mention too, when other people come to your mind, you know, oftentimes we do have positive and negative thoughts about other people. You know, it's easy to start up that old petty argument that you wish you would have said, you know, you think of something new to say with your your boss or your your spouse or whatever. You think of something you wish you would have said in the argument, then you go down the rabbit hole of reliving the argument in your head and cursing that person in your mind and brooding some sort of just bitterness towards them. When you become aware of that, it's, it's, it doesn't happen right away. You can, you go down that rabbit hole and it might, you might go a long ways down that rabbit hole. But as soon as you're aware, like work to just give it to God, say a little prayer for that person. Thank God for them. When you pray for someone, you are looking at them through trying to look at them through God's eyes. You are in a way wishing the best for them. How can you hate someone? How can you be angry and upset and bitter with someone? You know, they might've caused you pain, but if you're wishing the very best for them, it's going to do something to you. It's going to change your heart. It's going to change how you see them. And the same thing goes where, you know, you're thinking of someone, man, I just, I'm so thankful for this person in my life. You're just thinking of all the good they've done or how, how they make you feel. And Say a little, a little prayer for them. In all, both cases, whether you're, it's an enemy or a, a, your beloved, use it as an opportunity to turn to God and say thank you, to bless them, to say a prayer for them. It's an entry point as well. Each moment can become, you know, you look out in nature, there's things that are appealing to the eye, that are pleasing to your eye. Say thank you. And I think the more you work to say thank you, to look out, what you seek you will find. And what you, what you look for, you will find. If you're looking for all the blessings in your life, your blessings will multiply because your eyes will, will continually be opened. It's, it actually becomes overwhelming. 
when you see that in so many ways you are so blessed. And obviously, I, I, I haven't lived the life that some people have lived, so this can be much easier for me to say. But I hope that I am, in part, if you have also lived a very good life, calamity will still come. Tragedy still will strike. Cancer is still there. These things can still happen to you. So what you're doing is hopefully training yourself as well for those hours in life when things are not going your way, when things are hard. So you have built what is required to have the necessary mindset, the necessary relationship with God, that even in those tough moments, you can turn to him. You will have a positive attitude that will help pull you through. This was just something that came to me yesterday uh, when I was driving, and I just wanted to share. It's simple. It's not sexy. It's just constantly working to look to God, setting on setting our intention on him because Jesus commands us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our strength. And if we actually believe what we say we believe, then we are called to live this as Christians. This is the greatest and most important commandment, he tells us. You know, and it might be impossible for a day. It might be not impossible. It might be really hard to do this for, say, a lifetime, say, a couple months, say, a week. But you can at least try it for a day, you know. And then just you just have to focus on the day, on this moment, on this hour. Try your hardest to acknowledge him in everything. You're going to slip up. You're going to fail. It may seem small and insignificant, but it means everything to him. And he will begin to do the rest of the work in your heart. Thank you guys for listening. Keep growing in your lives. Keep growing in your faith. Keep changing the world through your light, through his light in you. You're one cell of the whole body, but that one cell, it either affects in a positive way or infects the body in a negative way. And you are giving life to the whole body. So don't overlook yourself where you're at. Much love, you guys. Have a great rest of your week. I will see you next time. Please like, share, pass on the podcast. Um, I would really appreciate that. It would make me happy. And uh, you know the deal. Sharpen the iron.